Medical information obtained from our website or on the live show is not intended to be a substitute for professional care. If you have, or you suspect you might, have an illness or other medical condition, you should consult a health care provider. The opinions expressed on this radio program are not necessarily those of the sports doctor, this radio show, or their sponsors. Hey, everybody. Welcome live from Chicago. It's the Sports Doctor. I'm Dr. Bob Weil, sports podiatrist. All things sports, medicine, fitness, and wellness brought to you by Global Schoolwear, School Uniforms by Tommy Hilfiger, Lower Extremity Review, LER, and MVP Parent Magazines, and UK Health Radio. we got a great doubleheader, Michelle Blood. She's a former Australian rock star, and she's now applying music to affirmations in uh, uh, some of her new programs. She's returning, helping so many people, along with Rich Dubin, numerous time guest. He's the publisher of LER, Lower Extremity Review, and MVP Parent Magazines, and he's been holding these virtual medical podiatry um, expos. Uh, and then there's some Bob Guider wisdom, some emails. First, I want to welcome back Michelle Blood to the Sports Doctor. Welcome back. I am so happy to be back again. Thank you for for having me back. Yes. Well, you know, we want to match our New York and Australian accents. Michelle, <laughs> give us some background on yourself uh, and the uh, application into this uh, applying music to affirmations. Give us some background. Well, just really quickly, I was singing professionally since the age of five. Um, eventually, I got a really great band together. We had a great record label, Time Warner, and we were doing videos and playing to thousands of people every night, traveling at one stage seven years nonstop around Australia. And we were just waiting on our break to be able to get out into Europe or the UK or America. Um, and things were really looking up, and I had a near-fatal truck accident with um, the truck driver who had all our musical equipment. I drove with him from Brisbane to Sydney, which is a long drive, 14 hours, maybe longer. He fell asleep at the wheel and went into a telephone pole and all the musical equipment went into me. And so I was in the hospital for months and months and months. With when huge, was that, Michelle? When was that accident? That was in, that was in 1987. Okay. Yeah, the 80s, great music. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and um, anyway, so what happened to me was people were sending me these different things to listen to that I'd never really had, hadn't heard of these people before. But um, Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill, the chapter where Earl Nightingale, in you know, that beautiful baritone voice of his... The great Earl Nightingale, yes. The great Earl Nightingale, yeah. And so I loved that chapter where he, Napoleon Hill's little boy was born deaf and um, Napoleon Hill said, did affirmations, which he called auto-suggestion back then. I'd never we heard be- of them. We become what we think about. Earl Nightingale, I remember that, man. Yeah, well, we the, become what the, we Buddha, the Buddha said it first. He said, we are what we think. All, we, all that we are arises with our thoughts. With our thoughts, we make the world. That's 2,600 years ago. <laughs> Anyway, I guess people weren't really listening. It's not a secret. 
Buddha said it. <laughs> yes. Uh, Give or take so a few I weeks said, ago. So this is this was a big, big part of your ability to recover was paying attention to all of these messages, right? Well, that message was the message that got me. The others I, were, I wasn't really interested in, millionaire male entrepreneurs right. in America in the 1920s. <laughs> and you know, and so um, I did affirmations. I am healed. I know I am. I love myself. I am my friend. Over and over. But the doubting mind, which neuroscience has proven now, but back then Napoleon Hill's talking about you've got to emotionalize it. But how can you emotionalize a positive affirmation when you're in agony in a hospital bed, whether you're depressed or whatever it is that you pain you're going through? And your doubting mind just says, well, that's not the truth. I'm looking at myself here. <laughs> Can't it move. It takes over. Got... Yes, it takes over. Yeah, it's over. So um, so I stopped doing them until to make, just so, so it's not too long a story. So I had an epiphany as a singer-songwriter. You can't get a song or a jingle out of your head. So I started singing. I am healed. I know I am. I am my and I sang it over and over again into a little cassette player. And for all the kids listening, just Google cassettes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so I went on to have miraculous healing because the doubting mind could no longer say no because the left hemisphere of the brain was taking in the lyrics, the, um, you know, the affirmations, yeah, so the right side. <laughs> Besides the great idea of the, besides the great idea of this combination, uh, scientifically, um, uh, neurology-wise, uh, was uh, this tremendous difference. I, one of the greatest examples just last year before he passed away, the great Tony Bennett. There he was, uh, just totally uh, uh, not knowing where he was or in any way, safe situation or form, but he could sing his songs for two, three hours because of that tremendous ability, whatever the effect was. And I, around that time, you were on the show, and you were talking with me about this, this great marriage and uh, great people like the great Bob Proctor, who you know were, were personal development people for years and years, really uh, caught on to the fact that the music connection was, was a major marriage. Yeah, I mean... No, our beautiful Bob has left the body now. But um, yes. yeah, the minute the minute I worked with him in Australia, he said, "I want you to travel all over the world with me. I want you to sing your affirmations at every single event we put on." And eventually, I started putting on the events for him because I knew how to put on a gig. That's for sure. And it's just a gig <laughs> seminar, <laughs> but I just made it more fun with dancers and musicians, and he loved it. We worked together for a long time. Yes, for decades. Again, he was one of the major, major individuals in the whole. Now, again, in the, in the greatest of sports medicine and in high performance in sports, whether including and in business or in recovery, et cetera, you know, it's amazing, Michelle, in the past, since the pandemic, no matter where the guest is from that I have on the sports doctor, whatever their vocation, the main topic is, again, mental health. So the mm -hmm. idea of paying attention to this proactively uh, is a big deal. How has how's medicine uh, come along uh, regarding um, this um, a combination of, of uh, not only affirmations but music? 
Well, uh, I've really gone out and searched and found so many things from John Hopkins, from Berkeley, where they've proven that, you know, positive music is, you know, great. And they said, you know, if you can find songs that have got positive lyrics, and I'm like, look, it's me. (laughs) (laughs) Because I've got so many albums, even for little children. And so now I actually have students and customers that are doctors um, that I teach meditation to as well because there's so many different things that people can do to bring down their blood pressure and to have physical health. It starts with mental health. You've really got to have that positive vibration and it makes such a difference. You just feel good. And everybody wants to be around someone who's happy and positive. Because you just feel better when you're around them, particularly when it's real, it's sincere. Like you don't go to a piano teacher who can't play piano, right? <laughs> right. You know, well, those are, you know, there's some uh, uh, great, uh, great points. What's the best uh, website, Michelle, for people to uh, uh, tune into? Hey, pardon the pun, can tune into um, you and your work. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've got something absolutely free. Your app. Your wonderful listeners, Michelle Blood, M I C H E L E B L O O D, MichelleBlood.com forward slash sports doctor. And they're going to get a book that Bob Proctor and I wrote quite a while ago, but we've re released it called New Paradigms. And they're going to get a book. That was a, a great word. From- Boy, he talked so much about paradigms. That's uh, uh, amazing. Yeah, the first product we ever did together was called New Paradigms, and that was back in 92. So what's the site? Was, uh, so michelleblood.com forward slash sports doctor, and you'll get tons of my products for absolutely free, including a chapter from my new manifestation through the power of mysticism video book. You know, the importance of exposing um, youngsters, we all know the crisis we're in in all different populations, let alone the kids. Uh, it's not news to anybody, uh, these challenges and the ability of getting this kind of information, especially when it's fun, you've made it fun, uh, uh, and to get it into the school system or the earlier the better, and uh, that type of cooperation uh, seems like a, uh, a natural goal. Have you uh, had any success, Michelle, in the um, early education world or the education world itself tapping into this whole topic? Oh, yeah. I mean, I used to go and speak to foster kids who were just about to turn 18 and they were going to be let go of, you know, just not homeless. And I know that I helped a lot. They, some of them still stay in contact with me. Um, my self-esteem songs for little babies and children, the parents absolutely adore that. Even autistic children have had great success in being able to calm down and listen and sing along to the music and I've got all little baby animals singing along with me that are talking to the kids. So yeah, I I, I love to do it. Um, I remember I did a gig with Mark Victor Hansen once and he's like, what are all these little kids doing here? And I said, I just released a, an album and all the parents are bringing their kids along <laughs> to see me. It was quite sweet. And the, the world of psychology and psychiatry and the medical side of things, like you said, has also been positive changes that you've seen uh, over the years, the uh, continued acceptance 
I call it the mental game on the sports doctor, Michelle, whether you're the best athlete in the world, whether you're their parents or their coach or their teammates. Uh, it's such ah. a big deal. It used to be considered, you know, baloney decades ago. Now uh, it's become so uh, right in the middle of so many different things that you can uh, pay attention and train these systems. And this is really what you're talking about, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, Malaysia, well, they call it football in Malaysia, not soccer, because it's, it is football. There's only football. Anyway, but um, the Malaysian team many years ago, they had me come in each season and get them to visualize and do the affirmation songs. And I don't know if it helped them or not, but, but they used to love it. <laughs> and, well, I've seen uh, you skaters for years, you know, seeing some of the best kids around the country for years uh, with orthotics and their figure skates and alignment and biomechanics. Uh, we're, mm-hmm. we're talking visualization decades ago. General sports took them a long time to catch on to the fact that there was such a major, major component to paying attention to, um, you know, you mentioned meditation, uh, and that's also fit in very, very big time again in the, you know, reducing stress is such an important part of the new medicine, isn't it? Oh, it's so important. And what I love now is that these medical professionals and nurses come to me a lot as well. Um, are really, really open to it now. Whereas when I first started out teaching and singing and doing all that, people just, oh, yeah, the singing affirmations is fun and I really do believe that affirmations work. So they like that. But when you get into other things, they were like, oh, I don't know about that. But now we've been able to prove it with these great scientists. And that's why I am so happy about our new video book. It's the world's first. No one's done it before. And it's got all the beautiful visuals. So I wrote the book first. Then I did an audio book. And then I realized, oh, my gosh, if we do a video to go with each chapter with all positive images that are going along in synergy with what I'm saying. So you've got the audio. You've got me speaking the book. Then you've got the transcript of each chapter plus these beautiful images. And then at the end of each chapter, there's one of my affirmation songs, music videos. So all the senses are being used. And so the people that are just, they're going crazy about it, just love it so much. I didn't know it had never been done before. I love that when that happens. <laughs> uh, yes, well, the idea, even the title, a, a, a video book. Uh, but again, you know, bringing all the senses together, you know, regardless of the population, whether we're talking um, seniors and the importance of trying to stay healthy, trying to mm-hmm. be able to stay active as, as much as possible, or whether we're talking about, again, these kids uh, and the tremendous challenges. You know, social media has uh, turned the world upside down and, and sideways in so many different ways uh, that uh, uh, whatever we can do to help, uh, you know, pay attention to, to what counts. Uh, and, you know, again, whether we're talking about high achievement or just uh, staying healthy, and it's great to see the acceptance of all of these various groups. I would, but what is the, you know, the age groups for the, is it three to a hundred for your stuff? Oh yeah, absolutely. It's all clean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And the video book, uh, we've also got apps for the younger ones who prefer an app because they want to watch the video book on a phone. So manifest, manifestation video book, uh, is on, um, 
Apple. And, of course, our magnets for money. You know, quickly, people ask all the time, how much time do I need to spend on what she's talking about daily? Um, You're not talking about a ton of time. I know, you know, the uh, uh, probably 10, 15 minutes a day, these kinds of things. Um, I knew I'd run out of time with you, Michelle. Give me again the, the best site people could find out about you and all your products. Michelleblood.com forward slash sports doctor, and then you'll get all those freebies as well. Fantastic. You know, you know you're on my uh, roster. Have you back every once in a while? This is such important topics. Michelle Blood, thank you so much for joining us. Hold on a second. We'll be right back, everybody. The Sports Doctor. Hey everybody, it's Dr. Bob Weil, a sports doctor. I'm excited to announce the release of my new book, co-written with Sharky Zartman, Hashtag Hey Sports Parents, an essential guide for any parent with a child in sports. You know, Sharky is a former Hall of Fame volleyball player. She's the mom of two daughters who became Division I volleyball players. Together we have over 70 years of combined youth sports experience. The goal of the book? Give you the essential tools and guidance to make your experience as a sports parent the best it could be. Hashtag Hey Sports Parents is divided into four sections. The first section, Sports Parenting 101. Sharky talks everything about uh, parenting, about coaching, that whole uh, interaction between parents and coaches, coaching your own kids. Uh, what's What are the things to really pay attention to? The second section is the Sports Doctors In, yours truly. Uh, my discussion of injury prevention and treatment, choosing the best shoes, youth sports and drugs, essential exercises, the dilemma of youth football, orthotics. Third section, uh, experts speak out. We bring together eight different experts in nutrition and sports performance and mental training in all aspects of coaching in that section. The last section is the parent's perspective, some insights from about a half a dozen parents of athletes. So everyone, hey, get out your megaphone, spread the word. Now available on Amazon. Order now. You'll be more confident. So will your young athlete. Hashtag, hey, sports parents. everybody, Dr. Bob here. LER, Lower Extremity Review Magazine, is celebrating their 10th anniversary. It's been a decade of providing key uh, clinical and practical information about concerns, conditions, and treatment solutions for the lower extremity, both sports and non-sports alike. LER is the only multidisciplinary publication for doctors of all specialties, educators, therapists, and trainers. They inform practitioners on current developments in the diagnosis, treatment, and prevention of lower extremity injuries. LER prides itself on editorial integrity and evidence-based content. Their tagline, collaborative care for better outcomes, says it all. Hey, colleagues, go to lermagazine.com.
Hey, we are back live from Chicago with another perfectly timed commercial for my friend returning Rich Dubin. He's the publisher of Lower Extremity Review, LER Magazine, and NDT Parent Magazine. He's also very involved with the new world of virtual uh, expos and seminars in medicine and podiatry. Rich, welcome back to the Sports Doctor. Thank you, Bob. Good to be here. Give us some background uh, on yourself and the magazines. Well, uh, you know, I've been in the uh, lower extremity world for over 30 years. Uh, started uh, my come up in podiatry. Uh us left, started a multidisciplinary publication called Biomechanics. About three years later, uh, the owner sold it uh, to a large publisher for uh, $3.2 I got one week's pay, a handshake, and a new employer. <laughs> and uh, went over, did the corporate gig for about 12 years, and then in 2009 broke away and started Lower Extremity Review, LER Magazine, as it's known today. Um, in uh, 2019, started uh, MVP Parent uh, Magazine after we were getting uh, requests from you know parents and my kids were playing sports, and I was getting all kinds of uh, questions from them on um, treatment and nutrition and sleep and all the various things that we cover in MVP Parent. And then right before COVID, I started LER Expo, which is our online event company uh, serving uh, a variety of medical disciplines, granting continuing education, all done online. So that's you know, what it brings us up to today. Yes. Well, what's interesting, Rich, is, you know, the uh, like you heard the end of the commercial, <laughs> Rich has been one of my great backers uh, all these years on the Sports Doctor. Uh, you always made a big deal in Lower Extremity Review, as well as an MVP parent of evidence-based medicine, plus the fact we threw in, you're a sports dad. So that uh, put you right smack in the middle of uh, of our new world here, didn't it? Absolutely, it did. You know, having that uh, evidence-based um, publication uh, focused on collaborative care and uh, positive treatment outcomes you know, we'd have everybody would be coming to me like I had the answers. And, uh, you know, I would typically refer them to uh, back to the publication because I'm not a clinician, as you know. Um, although I did sleep at a Holiday Inn Express last night. You know, <laughs> the, uh, yeah, really? Um, I, cannot offer, I can't offer medical advice, you know, but I can definitely steer them in the right direction with the right well, you know, you had a, and, You had a great tie in the, the first publication, the biomechanics, the whole world of the functional relationship of the foot to the rest of the lower extremity. Uh, and the revelation many times, uh, to this day, it's still a revelation. 50% of the young girls I see as a sports podiatrist have knee problems <laughs> because mm-hmm. of those different relationships. And the idea of lower extremity review, bringing together the physical therapist, the chiropractors, the podiatrists, the orthopedic surgeons, all part of, even again, the, as you and I, uh, have gotten very involved in the mental game. I don't know how many times you've been on the show. It's been a lot. And that whole idea of what a big deal uh, that is and that putting together all of those different collaborations. We've had a, uh, a great time with my sports doctors in inclusion in the magazine. And, and quite often it's a quarterly magazine. I can't, it, was, it was 2019. Yep. 
You came up with that? Yeah, I think it was 2019. Yeah, 2019. Maybe uh, it was time, even earlier. We time, came up with the concept. Yeah. Yeah. Time flies when you have your orthotics in. You know what I mean? Uh, it's just it uh, sure it, does, and you actually move faster. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, that's another revelation in many uh, many instances. You know, and I want to give a shout out to your uh, editor Janice Raddick, uh, who has um, been involved with you in putting together all of these different. Um, uh, experts and editorials and et cetera in the, in the magazine. Janice has been a guest of mine before, so we wanted to give her a, a quick shout-out, right? Absolutely. She's spectacular. I would also like to give additional shout-out to a couple of our other uh, team members that many of um, the, you know, much in the industry really don't come in contact with. Uh, Anthony uh, Palmieri, who handles all of our web activity and, and, and much of the layout and design of the publication. And then also on the side in my office, we have Glenn Castle, um, who handles a lot of the operations and, and marketing and design and production and things of that nature as well. So, you know, we, we're a small team, but we get a lot done, as you know, Bob. You know, it's interesting, and it's great to see that, you know, the actual magazines themselves are still being published. It's such a contest in this day and age. On the one hand, the tremendous explosion and excitement of online everything. And I think you've really incorporated that concept big time into the seminar world with your expos, haven't you? Oh, very much so. You know, LER Expo has sort of taken on a life of its own. It's, it, it is really, we've done over 50 expos. Um, we have uh, serviced or provided education to about 10,000 clinicians, a variety of specialties. Similar to LER is we serve, you know, O&P, pedorthics, physical therapy, wound care physicians, podiatrists, orthopedic surgeons, vascular surgeons, rheumatologists. So we're really servicing an entire market, providing continuing education in the LER Expo platform. The one thing I'd also like to add, Bob, is we added a, a, um, a segment of our business called LER Marketplace, which is a 3D exhibit hall, if you will. So it's sort of like walking into a trade show but you do it virtually. You can click on a booth. You can download information, watch a video, request uh, a rep to be in contact with you. There's a lot of learning opportunities that occur both within LER Expo and LER Marketplace as it relates to the lower extremity market. Yeah, and I think it, it, it non-confrontationally, LER Magazine, uh, and what, what was, it, was it your 15th anniversary? No, coming up this year. To okay. 20, yeah, uh, 2024. We started in 2009. Will be uh, will be our fit. So 2000. So 2024 will be our 15th year in July. I lost track. I lost track with you on the radio. You know, I would tell you congratulations each year. So I, I mixed up the years. I jumped. A, uh, <laughs> it uh, happened. Uh, uh, yes, a, <laughs> we a, did a, as well. I think. Yes, a year a year ahead of the time. But the the uh, ability of bringing together comfortably all the different groups that are involved in the lower extremity, again, whether it's in chiropractic and podiatry, pedorthics, et cetera, orthopedics, uh, and the, uh, all the vascular individuals, the general, the pediatrics, and the idea of being able to uh, mix and match some of these uh, uh, different areas, all with uh, interesting uh, uh, and uh, very, very topical uh, uh, topics, and it seems like the medical profession has been very, very, uh, all these different professions have been very, very cooperative 
with LER and MVP also, haven't they? Yeah, very much so. You know, I, I think as we've all recognized over the years, you know, it, it, we don't operate in silos, right? Where collaborative care leads to better outcomes. So depending on whatever point the uh, patient ends up or whatever, let's say it starts with foot pain, well, he might have gotten referred to the podiatrist by a general practitioner. And then the podiatrist might look at the foot and refer to an orthopedist. And the orthopedist then might have to do surgery and refer on to a physical therapist. So they're all involved. But for some reason, there's never been a publication other than LER that has brought them together under one umbrella. Comfortably. I think that's one of the words, which is comfortably and and, and cooperatively. And then after they see all those doctors, you end up sending them to the psychiatrist in order to be able to. That's (laughs) right. For sure. And as you know, as you know, in MVP Parent, we've had a sports psychology uh, um, article in every issue. Uh, We just uh, completed an LER Expo event with the Pediatric Orthopedic Center out of New Jersey which was also multidisciplinary and included a sports psychologist. So we had orthopedists, we had podiatrists, we had physical therapists, we had nurse practitioners, and then we had a sports psychologist as well on, you know, returning to play after injury and what goes yes. into that. You know, as you know, and uh, you've had him in the magazine, Joe Franco, the uh, co-founder of Chesapeake Films and the uh, real uh, mind instigator of the upcoming documentary, Where Our Children Play, The Challenge of Youth Sports. I've been in the middle of that since its inception. Uh, Again, so uh, as we all picture the ranting, raving parents on the sidelines, you know, youth sports is a gigantic business. There's tremendous Mm -hmm. pressure. One of the reasons I co-authored the book, Hashtag Hey Sports Parents, was because of the epidemic in capital letters of uh, physical and mental overuse injuries. It's just really, mm-hmm. really a challenge, and that's why I was so excited about MVP Parent as we were able to really delve into all of these different areas, including your two cents at the beginning of the magazine, you know? Yeah, absolutely. You know, we've, we've as you and I have shared offline many times, uh, the journey of being a sports parent. I have a, a daughter that's a senior um, at Ithaca College, playing basketball. Um, I have another daughter who is a junior at Albany Academy, which is a prep school in in our area, who's playing, uh, you know, varsity um, volleyball. And so, you know, we've had some, you know, I've had two, I have two older sons that both played, uh, played sports. So it's been an interesting journey and we've witnessed a lot of things, some good, some not so good. And so, you know, trying to educate the parent on making a healthy decision, both on a parenting side as well as uh, on the injury side. You know, because parenting is, goes a lot further than injury. And, you know, when, when, to, when to pressure, not pressure, when to just be loving and caring and understanding and supportive and not push your own agenda on your child. You know, that's, that's been something, you know, I've had to learn uh, through trial and error, as many parents do. The thing I think we encounter most often is that parents aren't that willing to change. They think that the way that they're handling the situation is the right way. Or and the coach. we all know that sometimes it isn't. Exactly. Yeah. Or, or the, the coach. coach for that, that, matter. Exactly. That, that, coach. that kind of cooperation, uh, that type of education, 
the fact that, again, one of the chapters in my book is called uh, Youth Sports and Drugs, where we have half these kids are on over-the-counter pain medicines to try to yep. keep up with the scheduling and the demands. There's so much overkill mm-hmm. in youth sports, physically and mentally, that we really, really need to take a few steps back. And education is a great way to incorporate these things. We're all familiar. I call them Svengali coaches over the years. Mm-hmm. We're all very familiar with, with this uh, kind of craziness that's going on, especially with traveling and club teams. And the more talented mm-hmm. your son or daughter is, the more uh, the pressures are, are uh, on top of us, aren't they? Oh, very much so. I mean, I remember uh, before my daughter went off to college, you know, we had a, a um, an AAU uh, schedule that was that was unbelievable. I mean, in one month we were in Chicago, D.C., and Florida. One month, and and not you know that's 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 a travel schedule you you would uh, expect from a professional athlete, not a, not a not not a, a high school player. Yes, that's a, including the expense of these families where we featured on the sports doctor, Rich, that very topic uh, of the, uh, uh, you know, going towards what it, what it costs to try to uh, subsidize some of these clubs. We're going to talk more about all of these topics. We're talking with Rich Dubin, the publisher of lower extremity review and MVP parent magazines. And uh, we'll be right back. Thanks, Bob. Thanks, Bob. Hey, everybody. MVP Parent Magazine is special. Evidence-based topics on all areas of youth sports. Rich Dubin, a sports dad himself, takes his three decades of publishing. He just celebrated the 12th anniversary of the acclaimed LER Lower Extremity Review Magazine, one of sports doctors' key supporters, and he pours it into MVP Parent. Factual evidence-based info on such key topics like physical and mental training, nutrition, injury awareness, treatment, recovery, and prevention, I am proud to be a contributor to MVP Parent with the Sports Doctor is In article in each issue. Go to MVPParent.com, MVPParent.com. Hey, it's Dr. Bob. School Uniforms by Tommy Hilfiger is setting a new standard within the school uniform market. More schools are understanding the value that uniforms provide, school pride and identification being one of them. Another is a well-recognized reduction of student pressure to keep up with classmates in the real world of what to wear each day to school. School Uniforms by Tommy Hilfiger provides amazing quality and value to its partner schools and families. It is truly the first brand in this market that students are excited about wearing. Go to the website, globalschoolwear.com, globalschoolwear.com. Hey, everybody, we are back live from Chicago. It's the Sports Doctor. We're talking with Rich Dubin, the publisher of Lower Extremity Review and MVP Parent Magazine, also talking about some of his different virtual uh, uh, medical expos uh, before the break. And we were talking about some of the pressures on some of these, you know, parents and coaches, the necessity of education in the whole world of youth sports, there's been great feedback with MVP parents, hasn't there, Rich? 
Oh, it's been phenomenal. I think it's been embraced uh, by the community really well. I think, again, we bring the same evidence-based content into MVP parents. So we're not just, you know, spousing our own personal views, but we're actually bringing some substance to the, to the, uh, to the parent. Now, the website's it's MVPparent.com, right? Yes. Yep, MVPparent.com. What about LER? So LERmagazine.com, LERexpo.com, that's L-E-R-E-X-P-O.com. That's our online event company. And then we have LERmarketplace.com where you can go, click in. You actually are moved into a lobby area where you can view different booths, different companies that will have different products for, uh, for the medical specialties that we serve. Now, I know you're dealing with podiatry in a big way. Uh, with some of these mm-hmm. expos, what are some of the other uh, p- professions or areas that you're including in the expo world? Yeah, so we just uh, completed an expo about two weeks ago on carbon composite AFOs, and that was primarily targeted at uh, the O&P community, orthotics and prosthetics, uh, the physical therapy community. Uh, we've done um, uh, lymphedema and wound care, which targets a lot of wound care clinicians and nurses and and um, um, and, and also some podiatry in that, uh, vascular surgeons. And then we, we have, uh, several, we, we did some targeted at orthopedics. Um, I mean, there, there's just so many, we've done over, over 50 events on the LER Expo platform and covering a variety of topics. There's always something available, everything from diabetes to wound care, uh, to sports medicine. We just did the the uh, adolescent foot and ankle injury event. So we covered that whole sports medicine side of things. So we really have covered so many different topics as it relates to our audience and our marketplace. Yeah, you guys, you're paying a a lot of attention to the world of the proper shoes. You know, uh, for instance, uh, over all the years, uh, uh, the importance of fitness and exercise in and, and, and out of sports uh, uh, you've covered the world of, of fall prevention in the magazine mm-hmm. and, you know, the whole the physical therapy uh, side of things. You know, physical therapists have become such a big business in so many uh, different areas. And again, in the world of sports medicine, the whole idea of prehab, uh, it's like, you know, again, one of the chapters in my book, I talk about it as two of the essential exercise concepts, which is strengthen those feet and ankles and work balance. Mm-hmm. And so you guys talking about that all the time. Very much so. A lot, a lot of false prevention, a lot of balance, a lot of proprioception. Uh, we've done a balance and proprioception. We've done some biomechanics. Uh, we've done false prevention. There's a lot that we've covered both in the publication as well as in the expos. The neat thing about what we do with the expo is we transcribe every session, and then some of those sessions will end up as articles in the magazine and on the website. So anybody that wants to see what it is that we've done, all you do is go to LER Expo, excuse me, LERmagazine.com, type up in the search bar, balance, false prevention, proprioception, sports medicine, bracing, orthotics, biomechanics, you name it, whatever it is you're interested in, we've covered topics, excuse me, articles in those areas. You know, it's interesting. I've done a couple of features for you guys in LER. One was the whole world. When I wrote about the challenges of pickleball, in LER mm-hmm. magazine, and you guys, you can look it up. In 2021, 
uh, medicine didn't know how to spell the word pickleball. <laughs> it's become right. the biggest sport now in the world. Now it's one of the growing sports in the, in the world. Yes, and the point of the article was that this is a physical sport. You can't just jump in unprepared. And it's funny how so many of the doctors I've had on the sports doctor over the past couple of years have talked about up to their ears with uh, pickleball challenges. But we touched on some other topics. The last article I wrote with you guys was on hoverboards, safety of mm-hmm. hoverboards, uh, and that whole balancing uh, side of things. So the uh, we don't run out of topics in lower extremity review. You know what I mean? No, they're really it, it, it's unlimited. Uh, there's so many different areas we can go in as it relates to the lower extremity. Whether you're talking hip, whether you're talking knee, you could, obviously then you could talk quads, hamstrings, calves, shin splints, and then you get into the foot. We have how many issues with the foot? You know, from plantar fasciitis to metatarsalgia uh, to calcaneal issues. I mean, you name it, we we yes. we can cover it. And you've been such an awesome resource, Bob, and the, and the uh, contributions that you've made to both LER Magazine and um, and MVP Parent Magazine have just been 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 wonderful. And and I always appreciate our collaborative uh, effort. Oh yeah, it's been a, it's been a great ride that we want to. Uh, uh, continue to have absolutely. You know, I, that's my pearl for the day with the show I'm doing here with Lower Extremity Review and MVP Parents Rich Dubin. Uh, here's the pearl for you listeners. Uh, any persistent or ongoing lower extremity concerns, whether it's the back, hips, knees, etc., that Rich is talking about, they're all foot related. You all could be helped by paying attention to the biomechanics of the foot. And that's still semi revolutionary in so many different areas where we'll see that someone's had three knee operations and they never watched them walk with his shoes off. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So these are That's the things that, that, yes, that we really, really need to continue um, to, uh, uh, to pay attention to because uh, like we talked about before when we've had you on, we talked about the, the three words or the three areas you got we pay attention to. And number one is awareness of whatever the topic that we're, we're talking about. And number two is education, all aspects. Mm-hmm. And number three is, is doing something positive about it. And I guess that's got a lot to do with the evidence-based medicine ideas that you have always paid attention to. Uh, absolutely. I mean, if, if, you're not, if, if you're not authentic in your uh, research and your reporting, and you don't have the data to support your claims, then it's just opinion. And everyone, you know the old adage, right? <laughs> right. Every yeah, <laughs> that's the best. We know that. Right? Today, everybody's got an opinion. Yeah, <laughs> everybody has one. So you know, if you can't back it up with with you know evidence based research, and you don't have the documentation to support the claims, then why talk about it? You, you know, and so we try to really focus on having that. Um, that research behind our content and content is king. And that's true for any of the, um, any of the expos that we do as well. The content is king. If we don't have leaders in their, in their space, lecturing on the given topics or writers writing about what their expertise is and having the, the, the data to support their claims, then we don't publish the article. We've, we, I can't tell you the amount of articles that we have, that we have denied uh, publication on 
or the amount of, uh, of topics that we've decided to not cover in an expo because there isn't enough data to support the claims. Now, especially in the world of social media, which has, uh, you know, just been an incredible explosion in so many areas, some good, some not so good to say the least, the world of misinformation, uh, the idea, mm-hmm. again, when it comes to all sorts of medical challenges, uh, youth sports challenges, whatever it happens to be, uh, there's, 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 there's really there's so much chaos uh, uh, available uh, that you really, really need to hone down on the fact of paying attention um, to uh, what's got some basis to it. Absolutely. I think you bring up a really good point in social media. Social media is anything but evidence-based. I mean, it's it's all fabricated. Most of it's either fabricated. I knew to tie tie with what? Give me websites fast for you and the information. Websites, mvpparent.com, lerexpo.com, expo, lerexpo, lermagazine.com, and lermarketplace.com. Rich Dubin, Dynamite. You're on my roster, as you know. Thanks so much for joining me. Hold on. Be right back, everybody. Sports Doc. UK Health Radio. The station that makes you feel good. Nature's Medicine for Modern Living. A people and plants dialogue hosted by Sophie.health. At Sophie, we bring together experts and voices who rarely cross paths. Our quest is to illuminate the ancient world of plant medicine and reimagine it for the connected age. Join us to explore new boundaries of digital personalized medicine with deep roots in the natural world and hear from our community of international pioneers who are validating this new paradigm and improving how we feel, sleep, and cope with daily stresses naturally. Sophie.health, reconnecting people and plants. Once upon a time, human slavery was just a fact of life. Right now, animal abuse is often considered normal, In time, it won't be. Animal Aid campaigns peacefully against all forms of animal abuse and promotes cruelty-free living. Check out animalaid.org.uk. It's time for a kinder world. UK Health Radio, the station that makes you feel good. everybody, Dr. Bob here. LER, Lower Extremity Review Magazine, is celebrating their 10th anniversary. It's been a decade of providing key uh, clinical and practical information about concerns, conditions, and treatment solutions for the lower extremity, both sports and non-sports alike. LER is the only multidisciplinary publication for doctors of all specialties, educators, therapists, and trainers. They inform practitioners on current developments in the diagnosis, treatment, and prevention of lower extremity injuries. LER prides itself on editorial integrity and evidence-based content. Their tagline, collaborative care for better outcomes, says it all. Hey, colleagues, go to lermagazine.com. 
Hey, everybody, we are back. It is the Sports Doctor is in segment where we preview some upcoming guests and topics, add a little bit of Bob Guide of Wisdom, answer a few emails. Next week, we've got a replay of one of our most popular shows for Thanksgiving week. Greg Justice, uh, who's one of my teammates in the National Fitness Hall of Fame, and Elaine Lelane, the widow of the great Jack Lelane, uh, in the uh, December 2021 show, talking about the development of the now best-selling Pride and Discipline book, uh, the movie that's going to be made with Mark Rothberg uh, uh, in the future, the great legacy of the fitness champion, Jack Lelane. So that's the show next week. Following week, sports cardiologist, Dr. Eli Friedman, will be joining me, uh, along with one of my long-term colleagues in the world of sports medicine, Mike Andrews, and his um, uh, uh, sports performance areas and uh, uh, some of his uh, new adventures. You know, uh, Bob Guida, amongst the many different pieces of equipment and exercise philosophies he had, one of the most famous was the balance beam, the oscillating balance beam on the floor, a balance beam with rounded edges. So it was unstable and to walk or move on it side to side or one foot in front of the other was quite challenging. And uh, over the years, every great athlete who passed through us, I don't want to leave anybody, whether it was um, Jimmy Connors and John McEnroe, uh, or Walter Payton, or Jim McMahon, or Billy Buckner, or Eric Soderholm, all the U.S. Olympic volleyball teams, all included in their training was moving side to side and walking, balancing on the balance beam. To incorporate all the balance systems was really something to, to this day there. As a matter of fact, Mike Andrews will be joining me in a couple of weeks. Uh, was around all of those times working with the uh, balance beam technology. So uh, definitely some of Bob Guida's wisdom uh, way back when with some of these great athletes or rehabilitating individuals that were uh, working on enhancing balance, preventing falling. Um, some emails. Terry says, um, I coach 10 to 12-year-old young soccer players. I wanted you allowed to elaborate a little bit on the two essential exercise things you talk about in your book, Hashtag a Sports Parents. Yeah, Terry, I talk about including strengthening the feet and ankles. Rubber bands are a great way to do it, strengthening all different ranges of motion and working on balance. I just talked about Bob Guida's famous balance beam incorporating balance exercises. The kids stand on one foot, they close their eyes, they might stand on tilt boards, uh, they might do different types of balance uh, exercises at all levels, whatever their sport happens to be. Um, mini trampoline is a great piece of equipment to work and, and enhance uh, balance. So those are the two things, whether on the field or off, Sport, we want to include working on balance, 
and strengthening uh, your feet and ankles. Paul says, my 13-year-old daughter has been running cross-country. It's her second year. She loves running. Uh, she's had shin pain on and off for at least two of those years. You know, Paul, shin splints is not a medical term. Shin pain, common discomfort, usually along the inner border of the lower leg between the ankle and knee, can be sometimes in front of the sides. And a lot of times it's involved with just too much pounding. So you might need to, well, first of all, get a proper diagnosis. Make sure you're not dealing with a recurrent stress fracture phenomenon. Is it a tendonitis, et cetera? And uh, uh, what type of shoe is she running in? Does she have proper support? Um, I'll, I'll tell you something, Paul. 80% of persistent shin problems in runners are foot mechanics related. I've used orthotics for decades. Major addition. So make sure you're seeing podiatry also. Uh, in that particular case, because it's uh, very, very common. Uh, Dan said, mention the book, yes, hashtag a sports parent, still a best-selling book. Any parent who has a child who participates in sports at any level will benefit from this great information with my co-author, Hall of Fame, Bolly Waller, uh, kinesiology instructor, Sharky Zartman. So everybody, uh, have a wonderful beginning of the holiday season. Uh, we'll catch you uh, the replay next week, and we'll catch you live the following week. Sports Doctor, thank you.